You're listening to the All In Podcast with your hosts, Shane and Blake, giving you a new perspective on the dental industry. Are you ready to go all in? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Welcome to the All In Podcast. The podcast brings you a new perspective on lots of stuff and once in a while dentistry. I'm your host, Shane McElroy. There's no co-host anymore. Blake McClellan has folded his cards in the podcast. Wish him well. Hope he's happy. But don't worry, folks. Your boy Shane's still all in on the All In Podcast. So we're going to do a little special episode today. It's just going to be me. No guests, no nothing. I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, career advancement. You know, whether you're just coming out of school, whether you're at a job, you just started not that long ago, whether you're halfway into your career and want to keep moving up that ladder, or maybe you want to make a career change. I'm going to have some advice for you today from somebody who's mildly successful. I think I've done fairly well uh, in sales and marketing and, and management, and I want to keep improving myself. So I'm not an expert on everything, certainly not many things, but I know a little bit about this. I get referred, you know, usually a lot of young kids uh, in college, just out of college on, on a regular basis. You know, people I know say, hey, could you uh, talk to my kid or, or my friend's kid or somebody like that? looking for some advice getting into whatever it is in their career, right? Whether they just want to, what kind of job do I want to look for? What kind of career do I want? Where do I start? All that kind of stuff. And I love doing that. I really do. Um, I like mentoring. I like helping helping young people out. I like helping people who are older than me out if they want to do something different in their career that I may have some uh, skill in, right? And the reason I do it is because, well, a couple of reasons, actually. One, I'm always scouting for talent. Uh, maybe not now, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not a year from now, maybe it's five years down the road, but I'm always looking to see who's, who's got talent out there and maybe down the road we'll work together. Maybe I'll have a position for them or something like that. But the real reason I do it is because people did that for me and continue to do so. I've got a lot of what I call micro mentors out there that, you know, rarely will you find a mentor for your life, your career, your life, everything, but Having a mentor in, in different aspects of your life is always a good thing. You know, I've been very fortunate to have people take time with me um, when I was early in my career or even now, right? That will give me a few minutes at a time. I'm very specific on what I want to ask them or what, what advice I'm looking for. And it's usually specific to what they're very strong in, right? Uh, I would consider my buddy Blake a mentor. We talked about this in the podcast before. I think I'm a mentor for him in, in lots of parts of life. Uh, but in social media and marketing and things like that, he's been definitely a mentor for me. So just because you're a mentor doesn't mean you're you're necessarily older. It just usually means you have more experience in a certain field. And so I, I think it's it's really valuable to to offer your time if you can to the right people to help them along in their career. It makes you feel great, helps them out, and, and really that good karma is probably going to come around back to you eventually, right? Well. Let's kind of just go through this, right? I've got some examples for you. I, I do mentor quite a bit, probably get at least two or three calls a month. And I always try to take time for these, for a lot of it's younger kids, uh, but also a lot of people in the dental industry. Heck, I did a podcast episode, right? How to do a podcast, how to create content. Why? Because I had so many people in the industry asking me and outside the industry from people I've just known over the years, take an hour or two to talk about like, how do I start a podcast? What do I do? Well, I created that episode literally so I could save myself time and kind of refer them to the episode, cover everything, right? 
And if they want to go deeper after that, list the episode and then give me a call back. Right. So, you know, a lot, of, let's start with like somebody who's in college or just graduated college and looking for their first job. You know, a lot of, a lot of them just ask, you know, what do I do? How do I, how do I, how do I get this job? Right. I remember when I came out of school and this is, this is an affliction. I think we all have at some point, we think we're worth more than we're worth and understand when you have a resume, you've just graduated school. You may be the most talented individual in the world or something, but on that resume, if you just graduated college, maybe you've done some extracurricular stuff. Maybe you were an athlete. Maybe you uh, volunteered. Maybe you did internships. That's great. But there's a lot of resumes out there. You might have a stack of 400 and you're just hoping to get noticed. I call that the front door, right? You're waiting in line at the front door, hoping to get an opportunity. Those resumes all look fairly similar. To be honest with you, they really do. So, I like to coach people on getting into the back door. How do I get in front of the right people? That's more than just a piece of paper in a stack, right? How do I stand out? And that's where I like to start with kids. Uh, I usually usually say, hey, what do, you, what do you think you want to do? And I say, think you want to do because that may change later and that's okay. What companies do you want to work for? You know, do you have one specifically or is it more of an industry thing? Well, how do you get the attention of those people? You know, it'd be nice to talk to the CEO, but that's probably going to be pretty difficult, right? They're probably not going to look at your resume. There's probably a lot of people underneath them that are doing that, right? But there's different ways you can stand up. Let's start with the resume, first of all. Um, I see these all the time. They all look very similar. We're all very busy. We just kind of scan them, right? College degree. That's great. It's more of a checkbox now. Good. You got that. That's a qualifier to even be considered for the job, right? But the school, does it matter? Might, but probably not, right? It's more about the individual. But they'll never see that if they you don't get past that first phase of them going through a stack of resumes. Number one, I think it's important, put your picture on the damn resume, right? It's not hard to do, but it humanizes who that is. They, they, they now see you, and it's more than just words on a piece of paper, right? You're now a person, so that's a good start. Have a good-looking resume, you know, look online for cool examples, something that's different. You know, a lot of kids who want to get into marketing, they have these plain resumes. I'm like, that is, that's not great, right? If I'm somebody who's looking for somebody who's a specialist in marketing, I want somebody to be a little bit more creative. So maybe add some design aspects. Maybe look up the company and, and put their logo on there or something. Be creative, be colorful. Now, don't be tacky, be professional, but be creative. If you're just going to do the resume part, please, good Lord, grab my attention, grab somebody else's attention by being just creative. Don't be the same as everybody else. Now, let's talk about some different ways. And, and I, I had multiple conversations with kids about how to get in front of the right people, right? You could sit in line in front door and hope you're that one out of 500 that, that gets chosen, but the odds aren't great, Right. And if you're just coming out of school, you don't have a ton of experience. You may think you're worth six figures a year. I certainly did coming out of school. And guess what? I was not. I was not. I haven't done anything, really. You know, I graduated college. Congratulations. So have millions and millions of other people. That's not necessarily special. That's not to say it's not a great accomplishment. Absolutely, it is. Congratulations. But understand, everybody you're going against probably did the same thing. Uh, and they may have more experience than you. 
So how do I make sure that I can even get an interview, right? How do I get past that stack of, uh, that stack of resumes to get to the next step? Well, there's a lot of different things you can do. Number one, research the company. Look for individuals there. Find out if you know anybody who works at the company or know somebody who knows somebody who works at that company. Why would they give you the time to talk to you though? Well, they may do that simply because, well, your parents are friends or family friends and they'll give you some time. That's great. Use that. There's nothing wrong with that. Just to ask questions about the company. Not necessarily say, hey, can you make sure I get an interview? Not a good way to go about it. However, hey, I just want to I just want to talk to you. I know you're a manager at this company and I want to get your perspective on what do you think it takes to be special at this company? What it takes to, to, to be a part of what you have going on here. And I think one way to do that, you're, you're garnering interest. You're showing that uh, you are interested in the company, not just asking for a favor right off the bat. If that person likes you, right? There's a very, very good chance that they'll recommend that you get at least an uh, initial interview with whoever may be doing that interviewing process. And that's a good start. Certainly the higher up you can go, that helps. Um, I'd say if you can get in with a CEO or a CCO or CFO of a company, a COO, whatever, any of those C-suites, that's probably a good thing, but it's hard to do, right? It can be hard to do anyways. And really you just have to ask, ask, don't be afraid, especially like if it's in sales and you're afraid to, to call or ask or send a uh, message on LinkedIn to that person. Well, if you're afraid to do that, sales may not be the career for you anyways. But I've given some advice. One, one way to do it is just be creative, asking for their time, but that is valuable to them. Okay. What do I mean by that? Well, there's lots of tools out there now that anybody can become an author Anybody can become a host of a show or podcast, right? I'm doing it right now. I'm not special. I just decided to do it. A couple of ways is, let's start with the podcast thing. A couple of kids I've talked to, I told them, I was like, I think you should do a podcast. You should do a podcast about your experience starting out in the real world, looking for a job, you know, exploring different career paths, right? Now, what, what, what? Nobody's listening. Nobody, I'm not, you know, I don't have any, any clout in the industry. Who cares? It doesn't matter. The effort matters. And I got to tell you, man, part of the reason uh, this podcast has been successful, and most podcasts are successful, is because they get good guests, right? And how do you get a good guest? You ask, listen, you asked me to do a podcast, I'm probably going to say yes. Why? Because it's an honor. It's cool. People want your time, Right? It's fluffing somebody's ego. And listen, C-suite people like like getting their ego fluffed, right? And maybe in a passive manner, doesn't mean they're an egomaniac, but everybody likes that. And if you get the opportunity to 30 minutes to an hour with them, ask them about their career path, get them talking about them, why they were successful, the company they work for, what they look for in people. Essentially what you're doing is skipping that line and going right to the top. If you do a good job and they like you, after that podcast is done, say, man, I really appreciate your time and I'm really excited to have you because actually I, I applied for this position at your company and, and I really hope I get the chance to, to get an initial interview because I got to say, you're impressive, the company's impressive, and, and I really want to be part of what you have going on. So thank you for your time, blah, blah, blah. If you think I'm maybe an option to get that in, into that interview process, I'm not asking for any favors, but if you think that 
man, it would mean a lot to me if, if maybe you could, you know, shoot an email to whoever's handling that. If not, I, I totally understand. You've increased the chances of getting that initial interview by a hundredfold, guaranteed, as long as you built that relationship. It also shows those people you have initiative to try and do things differently. Now, all these kids still ask me, like, what if my podcast sucks? It probably will, to be frank. Anything that you do a year from now, two years from now, 10 years from now, you're going to look back when you started and be like, man, I sucked. But that's not the point. You wouldn't be as good as you are at whatever that is today unless you tried and failed and learned to get better. Listen, literally nothing in my life that I get better at by just thinking about it and talking about it, it was actually doing it. You don't get stronger without working out, right? It takes reps and it takes time and that's okay. But the effort, the doing, just do. You know, we all get stuck on just thinking about this and man, what if I did this? What if I did that? Especially these young folks, right? They got all these distractions um, <laughs> and and they just don't start anything because they're afraid of failing. And what you learn as you, you grow um, as you gain more experience, is that failure is not a failure. Not trying is a failure. Failure is is actually the best teaching tool to get better in life in general. Um, another option to kind of go in the back door. Maybe you're not uh, not the best in this format. Maybe you're not good at doing maybe a YouTube show or, or, or a podcast or anything like that. Maybe that's not your your bag, right? What about this? Maybe you're a good writer. Maybe you're, you, instead of doing an interview, right, that's audio or video, you interview the person and, and write an article about it. That's interesting, right? Also, what's good for them is whatever message they want to send is going to be shot out to LinkedIn and anybody who follows you. It's going to be shot out to the, your audience of your podcast, even if it's kind of like me, my mom, and a bunch of people in dentistry, right? It's still valuable. What's also cool, if you do those types of things, if you do a LinkedIn article on that person, they're tagged in it, and you've quoted them, if you do a, a podcast or a YouTube show, they're going to show that off too. And all of a sudden, you've got, you've got access to their audience. And that's a big deal, especially if they're fairly high up in a company. They probably have a lot of good connections. And so you've just amplified you know, your you, right? People are actually going to see you now, going to hear you now in the audience that you're probably looking for. So it's not just about the person you're talking to, it's about their audience as well. And that's why I like podcasts and I like LinkedIn and I like social media is because you share audiences and you both expand your presence in an industry. That's really powerful. Um, now, if you're going to come to somebody, so that's a, that's a couple tips and ways to get in the back door, just be different, right? And that's good. Um, but when you're reaching out to somebody, somebody like me or whoever that may be, right? Somebody who maybe can give you advice on your career or where you want to go. I think it's it's good first to be specific. Value their time and respect their time. I'm pretty busy, right? It's not like I'm busy all the time, but understand anytime I take away uh, for this person who wants some, you know, wants to pick my brain, um, that's time either away from where I could be doing work or it's time away from my family or just free time, right? So I'm giving up something, you know, giving you value, which is my time. Give something back. So I think it's always important to respect their time, number one. And I, and I got that from Peter Bolden. 
Um, he did an episode with Craig Spodak on his podcast about this. I bring them up a lot because you know what? Peter's been a mentor to me. And, and so I'm furthering that message I've learned and I try to respect his time. So like if I'm calling Pete about something, it's always specific. It's one or two questions, hyper specific on what I want to know. It is not, uh, Hey Pete, can you tell me what to do in my life? That is way too generic. And that could be, you know, it's like, what? (laughs) Be hyper specific in what you want to know. You want to talk to me about you know, I want to do a sales career. I want to do a sales career in, de- in dentistry. What are the first three steps I should take or do? That's awesome because I can kind of go through that probably five, 10 minutes real quick and give you some actionable items to get, get going, right? So don't ask for an hour of somebody's time. Ask for a few minutes and be very specific in what you ask them. Now, in particular, when I talk to, uh, you know, younger people who want to get, get further in their career, or get their career started in that first call, right? The first call, I'll always give them some. If, if it's something like they decide, hey, maybe a podcast is what I want to do. Um, I'm going to give them a couple of things to, to listen to and I'm going to give them something to come back to me with. Uh, or, hey, what should I do differently in my resume? I'm going to give you a couple tips and then I'm going to give you a task to do. I'm also going to say, hey, follow up me next week, Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. What annoys me more than anything in the world is when I've given somebody my time, given them exactly what they should do, and I give them a time to follow back up with me, and they go, well, 7.30 is not really good for me. How about uh, Wednesday at, no, no, and here's why. I'm taking time out of my day because you want something from me. Do it on my schedule. <laughs> Make sure you make yourself available. It's very, very important. It, it is so annoying when somebody says, you know, it wants them to be convenient for them. And I don't think it's anything malicious. It's just they're not thinking through that. And it's very important. So understand, respect their time, do it on their timeline, not necessarily your timeline. Now, why do I give them tasks? Right? In my experience, right, they're going to want something else or another connection of mine, right? Part of my network and they want me to connect with somebody. Now, I'm okay with doing that for the right person. And so I give them a task like, oh, you want advice on your resume? Here's what you need to do. Go redesign it and then bring it back to me on this date. It's not even that I care about that resume. It's I want to see that they're actually going to step up the plate and do something and they want this bad. 80% of the kids I talk to don't end up doing anything. They don't do anything at all. Um, they Or they don't, they don't call me back when I told them to or they don't uh, – I don't hear from them for six months, right? Now, I don't begrudge anybody for that. Like, I get it, man. You're young. You don't understand what you're you're doing. You don't understand what you're asking or, or understand why my time's valuable. You don't, you haven't quite grasped that yet. Um, or you just are kind of a talker right now. Listen, I used to do that. I used to say, oh, I want to do all these big things. I want to do this, especially in college, right? And then, but really what it came down to is like, or I could work really hard and do that in college, or I could go drink with my buddies on the weekend, right? And I get it. That was me too. So it's okay, right? It's not that it bothers me at all. It's just, I'm not going to continue to give you my time. And certainly somebody in my network's time who I respect their time as well. And I'm asking them for a favor if I want to connect you with them to help you, unless you're willing to go all in on something, unless you're willing to do the things that it takes. So understand that. Be specific. Let's start there. Be specific the first time you talk to somebody who, who could be kind of mentor you along in your career. Um, 
do what they ask you to do and do it on their timeline. Show them that they're all you're all in. And if you're not, don't act like you are, right? I'd rather the kids say, you know what? I, I didn't really think it was going to be this much work or I didn't think I wasn't really ready for this. Um, is it okay if I call you in six months? Sure. Not a problem, man. Like, and I appreciate that, right? It's okay. You know, you need to have fun when you're young as well. And I have zero problem with that. No big deal. But if you're all in, if you really mean what you say, do these things. It's really important. That's why I always give tasks and timelines and make sure that they do it and step up to the plate. Because I'm also scouting for talent, like I said before. Maybe I'm going to hire you in five or 10 years, right? And this is a great start for you. Um, but if I'm going to refer you to somebody, I need you to do what I ask you to do. So I'm going to kind of round this out too. It's, I know this is a shorter episode, but that's okay because it's just me rambling. Uh, I'm going to give you a story. And I'm going to say this person's name. Um, she didn't ask me to do this. She has no idea I'm doing this, but I'm doing it for a reason, right? So I had uh, um, one of my favorite people in the industry. Her name's Patty. She's a assistant for uh, my buddy, Michael Demo, who's an oral surgeon here in Atlanta. Patty's awesome. Love her. Um, but her niece uh, was kind of lo- was in school and wanted to do an internship, right? She wanted to get into marketing. She's like, can I have her call you? Like, Absolutely, have her call me. You know, I kind of figured it'd be like most kids, they call me, didn't really have an agenda, didn't really know what they want. That was not the case this time. Um, and this person's name is Jenny, with a G, Lane Sheridan. Now, Jenny, at first, she came to me. She goes, you know, I'd like to get into to marketing and I'd like to do this and, and I really want to start with an internship. You know, where should I start? You know, I've got my, I was like, send me your resume before the call. So I took a look at her resume. She, she calls me and I really started there. I, it was kind of a plain resume. I go, Jenny, you want to do marketing? You're creative. Are you on social media? Yep. Let me see your account. Show me your account. You're creative. You've got a lot of design uh, background there, you know, but this resume doesn't show me that. So I had her do a task, and two days later, um, I said, follow up me. I want to see if you do this task. She did. She did a really good job. It wasn't the style I would have chosen, but it was better, <laughs> right? And, and she did a really good job with it. Um, we, I gave her a couple more tasks to do, you know, research this, do this, kind of give me a report and come back to me. And turns out one of my friends uh, who at the time was working with my wife's company was looking for a marketing intern. Because Jenny was so all over it, I called that person and I said, hey, I got something for you. I want to give, uh, get her with you, give her an interview uh, for that internship that you're looking for. He did. She was a freaking home run. Um, I kind of followed back up. She was better. You know, it was a paid internship, but understand internships don't get paid a lot. It's more about the experience. But she was doing better work, uh, was more efficient than people were making 10 times 10 times what she was making as an intern for that summer. And listen, if I could hire an executive assistant, I could afford that at the time, that would have been done. Uh, Jenny is a freaking rock star. So turns out, I think she graduated a year or two ago. She went to, uh, I believe, you know, that's right, the University of Georgia, go dogs. That's where I went to school. And I think she's looking for a job right now. Um, in fact, I've got her LinkedIn profile up, actively looking for a full-time position in communications and public affairs. Uh, other hobbies include art production, writing, 
in the outdoors. And I think she's living in Washington, D.C. right now. I don't know if she's up for moving. Um, but I got to tell you, if you're looking for somebody kind of entry level marketing, PR, uh, you know, advertising, uh, communications, public affairs, any of those things, she's a home run. You on LinkedIn, reach out to her, tell her you hear the podcast. Um, I'm telling you by experience, uh, if I was looking for that position right now, I would hire her in a second, right? And this is the exact example of why you value people's time and why you put the effort in and why if you're asking me something and I ask you to do something, you do it. It's for the experience. And you never know what positive things can come out of it. I'm hoping somebody hears this and says, oh, we need just that. And now, you know, as opposed to just being a, a her resume being in a pile, although it looks really good, by the way, uh, now she's at the front or the top of the pile because she took the time, showed the effort and was an all-star for somebody else. And she valued my time. And she valued her career and she put in the time and put in the effort and she was good and she learned. And even when she made mistakes, she changed and, and didn't make those same mistakes again. So I got to say, if you're looking for somebody, I love this story and I'm hoping that I get a follow back up on the story and say, man, she got the, her dream job because she was so awesome two or three years ago and, and took these steps. It can be very powerful. So Short episode today, but I want to say these things. I think it's if you are, are kind of further along in your career, you're an expert at something, um, people want your time. I think it's good to to make that available if you have it to help people along the way. Just good karma. It's just good to help people and it will actually expand your network. If you're looking, you want to be a better uh, better at whatever you do, right? Let's say you're at, you're at a job right now. You're in sales. You want to be the CEO of that company someday. Why not go to the CEO and say, you know, can I have a few minutes of your time? I want to do what you're doing now. Now, I understand that 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 will take time and effort. I want to know what are the things that you did to get there and what are the things that you that I need to do to get there, right? And if they give you a task list or a timeline, or what, then you're already starting that process ahead of everybody else, right? So take the time, get connected with the right people, do it in a respectful way of their time, do the things they ask you to do because they're asking for a reason and just do it. Be different. Don't be just like everybody else at the front door. Get in the back door, be creative, be different. And listen, very likely you're going to get ahead in your career if you take those things seriously. So uh, thank you for your time. If you want some of my time, feel free to DM me, right? But be respectful <laughs> and be specific. I appreciate all you and I'll catch you guys on the next All In Podcast. Thanks for listening to the All In Podcast. See you next time.